Welcome to Tax Insights, presented by Hawkins Ash CPAs. And once again, listeners, welcome back to the program here on 1240 Radio, WOMT, and at 107.9 FM each and every week with Jeff from Hawkins Ash. Good morning, Jeff. Good morning, Terry. The final day of 2020. Finally, soon we can close this year out and never look back. That is correct. That's right. (laughs) Hopefully you had a great Christmas and all of our listeners as well. Today on the program, we're talking about uh, the PPP and uh, what's going on with the PPP right now. Sure. And as we record this, because of Terry and I's schedule, you're recording this a little bit early. So it's not a, when, when we're recording this, it's not officially passed as of yet, but what we're going to talk about today is assuming that the president signs the tax bill um, that was on his desk here just before Christmas. And to, so to start, you know, as we close out 2020, there are terms that we've never used before that are now commonplace, yeah. you know, and so, something I'm actually sick of. I'm, I'm kind of sick of the word social distancing and contact tracing. Uh-huh. It's going to be nice to get rid of those two terms. Yeah, but I, I another, agree. Yeah, but another term that didn't even exist last year and now is kind of common within the business community is PPP. I mean, every business owner knows what PPP is, that Paycheck Protection Program. Absolutely. And so from what I understand, there have been a lot of changes to PPP. Yeah, that's for sure. So we talked last week about how the PPP expenses are now going to be deductible. Um, and so let's start off with maybe the simplified forgiveness application. So I know that we talked about this earlier on in the show. Um, at that time, if the loans of $50,000 or less, right, that's what the PPP was? Right. So you, you had the um, simplified version of a, of a form um, as long as your loan was under $50,000. But with the new stimulus bill, that expands it to a $150,000 loan or less, which is really nice. It's going to encompass a lot more businesses. And this form is expected to be just a one-page form that includes, you know, just a description of how many employees that you had, how much money was spent on payroll, and your total loan amount. There really shouldn't be a lot of backup um, other than that. And the backup, I don't even think is going to need to be sent into your financial institution. You're going to be required to keep it for three to four years, but you're not going to need to send it to your bank. So it's going to be a lot easier to get that loan forgiveness under these new rules. Right. So now we have a new version of PPP, and I guess the question is, are we calling it PPP2? You know, it's funny you should say that, Terry, because I think that's what people are referring to it as. So this PPP2 will be much more targeted to businesses that really need it. So you know, how, like we talked about last week, there were some businesses that got the original PPP right. that turns out that they didn't need it. Well, right. Congress learned their lesson, I think. And I think a lot of people really got frustrated with our government when they found that out. And so I guess um, I'm excited or I'm happy to hear that the government is trying to figure that out for this new PPP, right? So how do they plan on actually targeting this? So they're limiting it now to businesses that can show that they had a 25% gross revenue decline in any quarter of 2020 compared to 2019. So businesses that went down by at least 25%, they're the ones that are going to be eligible now to get the new PPP2. So what other requirements are there with this new PPP? Well, some of the requirements are they've kind of narrowed the businesses down a little bit to say that 
you can only have a maximum of 300 employees, where for PPP1, that was 500 employees or less. Okay. And this is specifically for people that have taken PPP loan in the past, um, and it expands the pool to other charitable organizations like business leagues, chamber of commerces, and visitors bureau, um, but only for those businesses that don't do a lot of lobbying activities. So if I understood you correctly, if you didn't take the PPP loan in the past, you don't qualify for this one? Well, that's the interesting part, because if you missed out on PPP-1, we'll call it, yeah. um, this bill actually allows you to do PPP-1. So under the old rules, okay. you can apply for a PPP loan even if you missed it the first time. Interesting. Um, how much money can they get for PPP-2? So the calculations is exactly the same um, for most businesses. It's going to be that same two and a half times your monthly payroll, and uh, the loans cannot be more than $2 million. Now, PPP-1 had a loan limit of $10 million. This one brought it down to two. So anybody that got a, a loan, a PPP loan already kind of knows those requirements. Yeah. The only exception is, is for the hardest hit areas, once again, really try to target at the businesses that, that uh, are struggling, for hotels and restaurants, they can actually use a rather than a two and a half times monthly payroll, they get to use a three and a half times monthly payroll um, to figure out what their loan amount will be. So, last question here because time is running up. But do companies still have 24 weeks to use the PPP2 funds? They do. So, those same rules apply. You can either pick between eight or 24 weeks. Most companies are going to pick the 24 weeks, and I think that because of that, most companies should be able to get full forgiveness on these PPP2 funds. Now, I'm sure that we'll be talking about uh, this and other provisions that we haven't talked about yet, which are you know, kind of the extenders uh, of tax deductions that were set to expire here, and uh, including a spoiler alert, 100% meals and entertainment deduction, or maybe it's just meals deduction uh, for 21 and 22. So we'll talk about that in future weeks. Jeff, a lot of great information here. Time is running up, but how do people connect with the team at Hawkins Ash? I would go to our website, which is HawkinsAshCPAs.com. Jeff, thank you for your time, and have a great new year, and we'll talk to you next year. Sounds good, Terry. This has been Tax Insights, presented by Hawkins Ash CPAs. Learn more online at HawkinsAshCPAs.com. Hawkins Ash CPAs, part of your business, part of your life.